drop 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 these everybody 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 Who wrote this? I did. Ask him if you got the letter. Did you get the letter? What letter? What's up, man? About to catch a fade, huh? All right, here we are, everybody. How's everybody doing tonight? Doing oh. good, doing good. What's up, guys? Good, good, right good. On. Cool, cool, cool. For anybody tuning in for the first time, this is The Real Boys. We're a movie discussion podcast. We've got a whole bunch of people together to talk about stuff. Usually on Mondays, we talk about our favorite movies. On Fridays, we do something more casual, spin the wheel, or do something new released. And this week, the wheel told us to watch 2020's live-action Disney version of Mulan. Uh, again, released in 2020 in, I think it was a Disney Plus release for the extra $30. Yeah. Uh, now it is a, no additional cost to watch. Uh, it is a story most of you are probably familiar with, where Hua Mulan, a girl in uh, China defies the order to draft males only because her father is ill. She goes in his place in disguise against a ruthless uh, external invader, winds up kind of empowering herself, exposing herself for who she is, living her best life, and saving China in the process. Uh, this version, if you know the animated one, this version does not have any of the musical numbers, and it swaps out the mystical elements in the animated version for something that feels more appropriate for live action. May not be popular, but it's more appropriate for live action, at least in my opinion. It so, guys, we got a. Uh, it was popular with me. Sure. Yeah, we got a positive Michael Colby and yeah. uh, Jerry and Blaze here tonight, and myself, Dylan from Some Nobodies. Guys, how you doing? Great. Great. Yeah. Great. Yeah. The now, the now positive Michael Colby and the always positive Jerry and Blaze. <laughs> yeah. And the uh, so-so Dylan, I'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I take it. Uh, I'm the, I'm in the minority and didn't have uh, overwhelmingly, or not overwhelmingly, but didn't have uh, very positive reaction to this. Uh, I wouldn't even call the reaction that I had like overly positive. I was pleasantly surprised. I was expect. I was actually well, maybe not pleasantly surprised because. I'm tired of being nice to these movies on this show, but um, <laughs> but uh, I, I, maybe I was hypnotized because this movie is gorgeous to look at. The costumes in this thing, the the 
I forget what her name is, but like the witch lady. Her I just called her the witch. I could not take my eyes off of her when when she was on the screen. Like the makeup, the everything, like the villagers in just the the villages looked awesome like everybody looked cool these set pieces were amazing like when she's riding her horse through this field and the mountains are in the background and it's sunset i'm like holy shit i like everything that you look at in this movie is amazing you want to take a guess at the production budget for this thing (laughs) um 30 mil 30 okay I was going to say like 130. Uh, Wikipedia reports it as $200 million. Wow. Okay, yeah. And they used all of it. And they used all of it. And it, like, and it worked because this movie, it does look really good. And I had the looks, same notes. Yeah. It looks so good. The There's sets one, in the costume was, are really good yeah, in this. The, yeah, the costumes and the and the makeup and the hair and everything. Jerry, go ahead. <laughs> Two words: visual masterpiece. Oh, absolutely. That's like that's the best, I, way to, best way to sum it up. Best way. Yeah. To sum it up. This was there was a time in like the early two thousands after Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon came out, and a mm-hmm. lot of movies were trying to do this kind of thing. And I think this one may do it the best, like as far as what it looks like. I definitely agree with that. Definitely. I completely agree with that statement. Like this is the best type of movie like that since Crouching Tiger. Like, you know what I'm saying? In that style, because you're right, man. Like they, there was a overflow of Crouching Tiger-esque movies after that. And none of mm-hmm. them were no. even close. I don't know if it was just budget or... What? I mean, I, I'm sure not too many of them had $200 million to work with. No, I'm talking about the original Crouching Tiger. I wonder how much. Yeah, that yeah, was. I'm. Yeah, I'm talking about the movies yeah. after that didn't have oh, yeah, the yeah, 200 true. million to work with. But I also think I also think this one was more appreciated too because it's been so long since that first one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so a lot of people don't even we got we have a lot of adults now that don't even know what Crouching Tiger or Hidden Dragon is. Yeah, yeah, I didn't even think of that. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. Like, that's a whole. We got a whole other generation that's yeah. like seeing this and thinking that this is now Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They're gonna go and see that, or somebody's gonna be talking about yeah. that. And be like, you mean like Mulan? Like, no, I mean like Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. <laughs> the, well, the closest. I mean, like, I, go for it, Michael. I think this is the closest, um, but I don't know if people remember that when you know after crouching tiger came out it was like it was like five years and everybody was just trying to recapture that magic and that that wire foo the the wire stuff it was always (laughs) a failure though the most modern version of that i can think of that worked in my mind was uh the tv show into the badlands it does a lot of kung kung fu wire foo stuff jerry knows what i'm talking about Hey, 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 hey! I knew I liked you for a reason, man. Oh yeah, that's, that's one of my sneaky favorite shows, that's, man. I tell best show AMC that. has put out in the past, Ooh. however long they've been around, man. It's fantastic, and yep. it is it is kung fu, martial arts, wire foo. You get into some real wushiest stuff like later on, and this stuff had some of that. Um, 
I did think it was interesting to give her chi as a Jedi ability, as opposed yeah. to the original. In the original, she's not magic at all. And, and it was weird because, you know, they go on about the chi and the witch lady uses all sorts of magic, like yeah. turning into a bird and turning into mm -hmm. a bunch of bats and her fight scene at the beginning when she's like whipping her yeah. like long her sleeves. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. And then Mulan doesn't do really anything with it. Like she does very practical, you know, kicking the spear and, you know, catching the, the arrows and stuff, which is all very cool. But if you're gonna give her, uh, if you're gonna give her an ability that gives you literal magic, <laughs> like I want to see her use some literal magic. <laughs> well, right. heroes, heroes in general aren't like magical unless everybody in the setting is magical. You go back to it goes back to like Conan, where the hero was a dude with a sword, and the bad guys were generally magical. And we're yeah. still seeing some echoes of that here, where like you have Harry Potter, where everybody's magical, but you have like. Lord of the Rings, where the hobbits aren't overtly magical, and nobody's magic, but all the bad guys are wizards, except for Gandalf. So you see this yeah. woman who is like the, she's kind of an anti-hero. She's, she's at least yeah. like, she's at least a, not a straight-up villain, um, using all of this really intense and very cool magic. And I'm a huge fan of different, like, portrayals of magic beyond just lightning or bursts of light. Yeah. So seeing someone like use her sleeves like whips or turn into a swarm of bats. It's like, cool. This is the type of mysticism that I'm really into. There are some mo moments where I'm like, you should have turned into a swarm of bats instead of a single bird to catch that arrow. Maybe, but you know, <laughs> yeah. what are you going to do? Yeah. Her getting Dylan dispatched. Is saying he doesn't want to see that weak level three BS magic. on the No. <laughs> Get to level five. Show me a fireball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You need you need some extra spell slots for the. Yeah. I mean, but she's got them because turning into a swarm of bats like that is is high level shit. It's like seventh level uh, druid yeah. stuff. Um, so, any I, if you're not familiar with the Mulan story, uh, this one is pretty straightforward. You open up with her village. She's a kid. She has magic magic powers that let her Jedi bounce all over the place. She's got great balance. Her family is nice. Uh, the Empire's under attack by Northern Invaders. They're not the same group of people from the first movie. They changed it. Um, you want to talk about cool costumes, though. Those guys look awesome. So their introduction their where they, horses when they charge like the... towards the city and run up the wall, I'm like, uh -huh. this is pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Um, Man, let me say this, though. Out of all the new live-action remakes that Disney had, this was the one I was most excited about, believe it or not. Like, when I saw the initial trailer and everything i was like mm -hmm. okay like and i it was probably the crouching tiger in me but it hey i was just like this looks good it it, it didn't live up you know it is as good as i thought it was going to be but it was still a pretty good film man yeah. still a very good live action yeah. um but we learned that the empire's under attack by bori khan and his i don't remember the name they give him but the northern invaders right. um we learned that the emperor and bori khan have a dark history together. There's some mutual death of families in there. Uh, advanced time. Mulan is now a young woman. She's getting match made. She doesn't want to, clearly. Um, and then the Imperial conscriptors, or the Imperials come in and conscript all the men. 
and her dad is not going to make it because he's injured from his old war injuries. So she steals his armor, steals the sword, dresses up like a man and takes his place. Uh, she goes through training. You got a long training montage of well, her. It, th this is this is the part of the movie that was like, all right, this is <laughs> this is a little bit too much of this. This yeah. training stuff is long and it, it drags. And it doesn't have the in the original animated one, the training montage had a lot of character moments, a lot of character introductions. The characters in the animated one stick out way stronger than the ones in this. I don't care about cricket or any of the other conscripts who have names and I don't remember them. Yeah, those those guys all have very good comedic lines. Like when when they're being funny, they're being funny. I, I you know, I laughed at a couple of the things that they said or did um at the end there where the where they're like, you know, we'll fight for each other. We're all going to make it. And then you see them, they're fighting in that corridor after she closes the door. And then you see like the one guy and you think he's dead and then he breathes. And I was actually relieved. Like, so somehow they did work in, you know, making me care about these characters, even though they're not doing anything. <laughs> While no. we're on the subject, favorite character is the, um, I can't remember his name, uh, but he's kind of the heavy set training uh, trainee. Yeah, one yeah. of the guys. You know what I'm uh, talking about? Because the, the one with about. the facial hair or the one without the facial hair? <laughs> um, the one without. The one without. He was the funniest one. Yeah, he, he was, was the one that they thought was dead there in that yes, scene. Uh, yes, yeah, yes, cricket. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. He was my favorite character the whole movie. Yeah, I, yeah my he favorite. Was, he was. I mean, he was. He was the. He was definitely the funniest one. He definitely had the most good lines and like i said i did care when i thought that he was dead like yes. i was i was a little bit sad until he started breathing and i was like oh good <laughs> uh yeah well we see them train for a long time bori khan and his people attack some cities so the army gets sent out there's a big fight mulan uh reveals herself gets separated meets up with the witch who's like hey your chi can't be unlocked so long as you're lying to people so you should die first. And then, you know, it's like so-and-so died, but Mulan stayed behind. So she yeah. comes back with her hair down and she does some flips and kicks and stuff. And we follow the beats from the original movie where originally they're like, no, you can't come with us. You've dishonored us. Avalanche happens. Uh, she rejoins with them. They go to the Imperial City, fight off the bad guys. Emperor's like, yeah, you did some dishonorable stuff, but I would be dead otherwise. So I guess it's cool. Then she goes back to her family, and uh, they're all, you know, her dad's like, I only cared about you and not your armor or sword. And then the movie's over. Yeah. That, uh, <laughs> yeah. Much. I mean, a lot of stuff that happens in this movie is very stuff that happens in a movie to make the movie go. Right. There's very, there's very few story beats that are, like, very original or anything um but again it, everything looked so cool and again that scene where you know the father meets up and you get into the into the middle of the thing and they never really set up anything that would make you feel like this was about to be uh, like a like a clash between the two of them 
because through the whole movie, you know that he cares about her and she cares about him. There was never like all the fighting was like superficial fighting. Um, so like you knew that that they were not going to like have a fight or anything mm -hmm. in the middle that you know that they were just going to make up but it was still nice when it happened i was still like this is very effect like very mm -hmm. effective um uh, manipulating of my emotions <laughs> yeah exactly yeah uh but yeah as far as like that goes i don't like it's pretty conventional as far as like if you had removed this from the original animated movie, and if you would just like not had that happen, this would be a perfectly functional like Disney action adventure film. But I think without the nostalgia, it would come across as really dull in the middle. Yeah. I mean, Whenever, it, when action's not happening or someone's not cracking a joke, which I, I felt like there probably could have been more humor in here, which mm -hmm. was provided in the original by Eddie Murphy as as the dragon um i i think without the benefit of being a pre-existing story this would have been taken as a really dull movie uh well now probably yes um but this this very much follows that crouching tiger hidden dragon formula because even in those you remember those big action sequences but you might forget that there's a lot of slow, boring parts in those movies as well. Um, so this is when I say this is from that five year period where everything was trying to be Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. It takes a hundred percent of it from those movies. Yeah. There's there's nothing. And I was even thinking that while I'm watching this, I'm like, I don't know why they made this Mulan like Disney I guess Disney had to make it since they had a $200 million budget. Um, so yeah, making it a Mulan was probably the thing that they had to do with it, but it didn't have to be Mulan. It could have been a, a 2020 wire foo action movie, and it would have been exactly as effective as it was. I mean, production of this movie, I believe it went into development before COVID, and then uh, obviously COVID screwed yeah. it up badly. Um, <laughs> they were um, banking on China box office for this thing to like turn a profit, and China did not like this. Oh, reviews really? from reviews from China were really pretty low. Like we're talking like forty percent huh. and stuff like that. Um, whether it's attachment to the original, a lot of the reviews I saw kind of like that it's kind of boring characters and it misrepresents Chi, which it's a Western made movie. You're always mm -hmm. going to misrepresent Chi. I'm sorry. Like, yeah. Um, and yeah, I don't know. Like I, I kind of get it. I'm, I'm a little more lukewarm on this than I think either of you guys are. And I don't think that's, it's not like, I went. I didn't go into this with hyper negative expectations, but I'm watching it and I'm like, could have done more. Could could have could have made it a little more. Like I don't. And I like the original a lot, admittedly. Yeah, I never saw the original. Um, but when you say they take out um, songs, I'm already higher on it than I would have been. And well, when you say that they. For kids. 
Yeah, I know. But I, I just, I even when I was a kid, I didn't like the oh, songs okay. from Disney movies. The, and then the Mulan, the Mulan songs are all pretty good. I'll, yeah. I mean, I, I'll go to bat for them. Um, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I mean, I'm not gonna fight you on it because, like I said, I never saw it. But yeah, uh, so I don't, I don't know. I probably have heard one or two of the songs, but I couldn't tell you off the top of my head. <laughs> um, yeah. And you also tell me that they're taking out an obnoxious um, comic relief character voiced by Eddie Murphy. Uh, I'm in for that as well, because I'm not a fan of obnoxious comic relief characters voiced by Eddie Murphy. What? You weren't they a fan of <laughs> No, I hate those Shrek movies. Oh, man. <laughs> stop, stop the show. Stop the show. I knew it. I knew it. All the Michael. positive work I put into this man. It's just Michael, You better it's check yourself before you shrek yourself. Oh my <laughs> gosh. But you really gotta see the original one, man. I mean, you, you gotta so see I've seen movie. I've seen the first three Shrek movies and <laughs> No, I'm I, talking about the original Mulan, so you can see oh, okay. like, you know what I'm saying? I'll, like I'll his, maybe his watch it. Maybe hilarious. I'll take a week off of the show so I have some some uh private movie time for something they, i don't have to talk about they remove a companion dragon voiced by eddie murphy yeah. um, and they replace and it with a pointless phoenix with the phoenix it doesn't if it floats around it takes up screen yeah, time it's it's yeah. useless <laughs> um and they took out in the original there's a little like it's not a talking cricket but it's a cricket that's like a lucky cricket and it hangs around and like emotes and makes puppy dog eyes. And it's the <laughs> voiceless animal companion. That okay. one I'm not so attached to, but it, this movie, I, I think it just needed a bit more character. Like it, it, looked, they, it looked great, but the minute, you know, it's like those uh, advertising, this food they make for advertisements where it looks mm -hmm. fantastic. And mm -hmm. then it's been, overcooked behind the scenes and yeah, it's got and it's the bun glued made out on of styrofoam and right this the milk is is just elmer's glue <laughs> yeah the the ice cream it's, is mashed potatoes yeah it's technically edible but you wouldn't want to eat it <laughs> yeah um no, I, I, I mean i totally agree with that because the movie yeah and if they did some animal shit with mulan uh with her because they do in the very beginning show those rabbits riding right like running right beside while she's riding a horse so it's like oh she's gonna have some sort of you know animal powers where the animals want to be around her like she's snow white or something but they never did anything with that either and like yeah. you said there's a 200 or 200 million dollar budget man so they could have done a little cgi they could have made the dragon very small and just put that little thing on her on her shoulder he came in every 30 minutes with a couple one-liners and you know him between him and the uh, other character, you know, that filled in that little space. Or like you threw that, you threw that little dragon in that training montage. Come on, man. <laughs> Comic relief. Yeah. That, that's it would have it would have just made that scene just go by very smooth, man. Eddie Murphy or anybody, anybody just some humor in there, a little CGI character. I mean, dragon yeah. doesn't even have to talk. I would have been cool with a dragon, just kind of like a little, little like snake-like Eastern-style dragon, just hanging mm -hmm. around. Even even some slapstick, I'm fine with. But yeah, yes. they definitely yes. hinted at the dragon stuff because I don't know if I don't know if you noticed, but like whenever there was a dragon in a shot, like whether it was in front of the palace or when they were doing like the celebration at the end. 
but mm-hmm. they showed a bunch of dragons that I mean, obviously, I've seen what the dragon from the original looks like. Like, I know what he looks like. And they had like three or four dragons that look like that. And it was always very prominent in the shot that they were showing. So they were like, oh, oh, remember the dragon that was in the original? We sort of have that. <laughs> yeah, like they're, they're like, this is the best you're going to get, basically. All the people yeah, who are pretty much. where's the dragon, where's the dragon? They're like, here, shut up. Like, that's, mm-hmm. that's basically what that was. Now, I will say the villain in this, in the live action version, is way better than the one in the original. In the animated one, the villain only has like three lines, I want to say, and otherwise he just kind of grimaces. This mm-hmm. one, Buri Khan, is like developed into a character. Mm-hmm. And the witch is a character who, mm-hmm. like, they have their own dynamic going on, and he has a dynamic with the emperor. And I really like the guy who played him. <laughs> I really like the actor. Um, yeah, he seemed like he was having a really good time. Yeah, they they did the thing that I complain about probably the most when I'm watching a movie um, is when they don't develop the villains. I hate that. I hate it when you get a villain and you know you don't know anything but the fact that they're evil and our our good guys are you know they're against our good guys. But they went the opposite way and didn't really develop our heroes and they didn't show the villains enough for you know all of that character development to pay off. There's there's definitely an imbalance in this movie. And if it didn't look so goddamn gorgeous i wouldn't have liked it as much as i did but i was hypnotized by by everything that i'm looking at in this movie i was gonna say something i had forgot but let me it goes back to the dragon part we were Mm -hmm. just talking about um maybe possibly they didn't do any cgi or dragon stuff because disney was releasing that raya and the dragon Shortly after, that's the only thing I could kind of think of. They're like, "Oh man, we got a whole movie coming and dragging it," because that dragon is in that movie. Like it, that's true. Like, <laughs> like that dragon, that dragon is part of that movie, like full on. So maybe they didn't want to kind of, you know, Mulan double and the dragon, yep. and the dragon. That yeah, they didn't want a double dragon. <laughs> I like what you did oh, there. God. <laughs> God, where is the rim shot effect when you oh need one? God. Yeah, where's, right. where's the podcast mogul? Oh, Phil, Phil, you know what? Uh, three show suspension. Hand it down. Yeah, right? <laughs> if we got suspended for doing bad puns on this show, Dylan would never be on the show. I'd just be backstage the entire t- Actually, that kind of works. <laughs> All right. Well, man, you know, bummer, guys. Uh, you guys got it this week, so I'm out. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't really know what else to say about this movie because everything that everybody said about it is right. It's, it's derivative. You know, nothing new happens in here. Um, But it's, it's wonderful to look at. We got weird, like very weird character development because those villains are in there. But when they're, you know, when they're on screen that dynamic between the main guy and the witch. And he's like, she has so much power, but Mm -hmm. he's just bossing her around and she could kill him at any second. But for some reason, 
you know, she, she's not because she wants something out of him. And I imagine it has something to do with the fact that she's going to have to sacrifice herself at the end, <laughs> which was really, really wow. Like it takes one really arrow to her in bird form. Like, Hey man, that's what happens when you have a D four <laughs> hit die. Yeah, it yeah, it was. Yeah, she well, she crit she critical missed yeah. on that same throw. <laughs> it, it's it's an issue I have with a lot of portrayals of magic and fantasy on like a wider genre thing, where you show her doing all these fantastical things, including turning into a swarm of bats that is large enough to assault an entire army, mm-hmm. and then in order to stop an arrow, she throws herself in front of it. It's like, let yeah, her... she could have whipped... I mean, she was falling. She could have whipped it with one of her sleeves and then turned into the bird. <laughs> like, there's I mean, 50 things that she could have done that would have not ended up costing her her life. Turn into a swarm of bats and have one of your bats take it. When you turn back into a human being, you're missing, like, a fingernail or something. An earlobe. Like, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know how that bat thing worked either. Because it, don't worry about it. She turned into <laughs> a lot of bats. Yeah. The oh, yeah. A completely unrelated topic. I'm a little mad that nobody uh, has said anything about my handle right there. So throw that out there. But anyways, back to the show. I didn't. I don't. I still don't get it. I I know who Valzad is. I don't remember how it relates to this movie. It doesn't relate to the movie at all. Nothing oh. at all. At all. Yeah, okay. 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 I mean, nobody commented on mine either, and I'm like, yeah, all right. I thought yours was great, and then I was reading Michael's. First of all, Dylan has the best one. Dylan won the handle war of the show. Yeah. <laughs> that that's great. That's great. Michael is usually the handle king. Uh, well, uh, right, what, tonight he's the Michelin man. Throw something out there. I was I was trying to test our our nerddom on the show, and thank you, Dylan, for getting it. Michael, yeah. I'm a little disappointed. You don't know who Valzad is. Uh, yeah, but it's I, okay. It's okay. I, Google. I, I I probably might know, but a lot of times a lot of times references um, miss me <laughs> until I'm until I think about it, and then like you know three days later I'll be like, oh, that's what that was. <laughs> he's uh he's Idris Elba from Hobbs and Shaw. Oh, see, I didn't see that. Black either. Superman. Okay. Well, I mean, oh, okay. Uh, never mind. <laughs> didn't we'll edit this out for the I podcast? Yeah, let's, yeah, let's just get rid of this I whole that part movie. Where... I got it. I was trying. I was just being quiet because I was trying to see if Michael was going to bite. I didn't know if he got it or not. You got Superman shirt on. I mean, you know, I do. It, and let me tell you. Let me tell you something about this Superman shirt. Yeah, it's all. I'll tell you something about this shirt. I bought this Superman shirt at a Goodwill um, mm-hmm. for four dollars just because it's long. I'm tall, and a lot of times, like if I lift my arms up, my belly shows when I'm wearing. All right. this shirt. It's not a competition. So I'll buy, yeah, I'll buy anything that. <laughs> get it, Michael. You, you you don't have to stretch. You don't have to get a ladder to reach the top shelf. Good for you. <laughs> no, I don't. And. I'll tell you what, the amount of times that I reach stuff for short people at the grocery store is like, oh, I'm going to say 70% of the time. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. 
I'm at the grocery store and somebody's like, um, can you get this box of cereal for me? Yeah, I'll get it, you fucking yeah. short ass <laughs> piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we're talking about a movie here. Yeah, um, well, allegedly. Yeah, I mean, oh, allegedly. Meals, I mean, we're pretty much done. <laughs> I mean, yeah, the. Has there been anything we haven't hit up that you guys want to talk about? The action scenes, Michael? Uh, The action scenes were very cool. The only one that I didn't like was that first sort of fight scene where they kept like tilting the camera 45 degrees when they started running up the walls. And I was like, oh, God, just... are we going to do this the entire movie? Because I'm about to throw up. Mm-hmm. I disagree. I like camera movements to show supernatural stuff, like when she possesses people at the beginning. And it kind of slowly tilts upside down to show her possessing the guy. Or when it turns to have them run up the wall. Yeah. What I disliked about the action scenes, a lot of cuts. A lot of cuts on these action scenes where I was like, You've got all these opportunities for really good choreo. You have a reason to do Mm -hmm. really intense Mm -hmm. choreography here. Yes. Let the camera linger so we can see these people do a full motion. Like let the phrase let the phrase complete before you change it. But it is especially when um I I like the scene where she's using her sleeve like the witch is using the sleeves to like wrap people around and stuff. But man, I'm watching this and I'm going cut 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 yeah cut like. Yeah, and I know exactly. why well, they did it, but you can they, also choreograph it so you don't have to that often. Yeah, well, they did it a lot in all of the big battles, but when there was a one-on-one, there was a lot. Like that last fight sequence between the main villain and mm-hmm. Mulan, when they're like, you know, going up and down that tower, and she's on like the bamboo poles, and yes. he's cutting them down. That's all very long, but it was just it, when there's, you know, when there's 10, I'm going to put in quotes, main characters on the screen um, <laughs> and they're fighting a bunch of, you know, they're <laughs> fighting a bunch of guys who are yeah. running up walls. Yeah, they're cutting all the time. Yeah. And I don't know, maybe they couldn't choreograph the, those big f- battles or else they were trying to do something where they were like. Uh, you know, trying to show the franticness because of how many people were fighting at that time. But the one-on-one fight scenes were all, you know, longer cuts and very good choreography as well. That, that last fight sequence where she's going, you know, where they're both like sort of trying to get up to the emperor either to save or kill him. Um, That was a really cool scene and this movie also did the thing where it has a very slow first half and then the second half is so good that it sort of makes you forget about that boring first half yeah. it, it did a real forest gump thing where you know <laughs> that first half was was like slow and dragging and then they they pay a lot of stuff off I did like. I like that final fight scene, and I especially liked how the villain went out with the arrow catch. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm a huge fan of arrow catching. I'm a huge fan of arrow catches in media. I love it. I think it's a great display of like your character is like skilled, 
and we're not sure if it's magic or not, but it's cool enough. <laughs> and there was a lot of that in this, and I think having that be the way the villain like fails is really good. I was worried yeah. when she cuts the rope and he falls. I'm like Disney death. It's not technically her fault because he falls to, but then she shoots, she kicks the arrow at him, and I'm like, yeah, cool. Mulan murdered the bad guy. All yeah. right. Like, yeah, I actually thought he was gonna that that like pool of lava that the sword goes into. I thought that's where he was headed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah. that actions the the fight at the beginning um the first time he catches the arrow and then just like puts it into his own bow and then takes out the dudes with with their own arrow like so cool. When they're like flipping around to backwards on their horses and like taking out three and four dudes at a time, like super cool. Yeah. Yeah. It was just, it was, I, I did go into this with very low expectations because everybody that I talked to was like, Oh, this is terrible. Um, a lot of it was because, you know, they took out the goofiness. They took out all the magic and stuff and they definitely did not take out all the magic, <laughs> but people are like, Oh, there wasn't, you know, there wasn't as much magic. Um, so I did go into it. I was like, oh, this is two hours. Why are all of these movies two hours? And can I just say my catchphrase now? I could have gotten this movie down to 90 minutes and it would have done <laughs> all the same things. <laughs> but it, yeah. yeah, it didn't have to be two hours, but it also didn't feel like two hours. Michael, if you don't put that on the t-shirt and start saying, <laughs> you're just doing yourself this disservice. I was talking about that. I'd have had that on a t-shirt four episodes ago. We've got, and, we've got that. We've got that list of little like real boys merch. We haven't done anything with. But, yeah, I could have got right there. I could have cut this to ninety minutes. That's. <laughs> I could have. Yeah, I could have made this movie ninety yeah, minutes. What, is... Yeah, man, that's a good one. That's a good one. <laughs> and then just a big old picture of my face on the back. Well, hey, let's not go too far. We won't tell the show. We'll put that on the one with the foot no, with the nail in the stairs from a quiet place. <laughs> oh man, yeah. I definitely, I would, I will definitely purchase a nail out of the stairs, uh, quiet place shirt. I survived the nail stair 2014 or whatever year the movie came out. That has a picture of her foot like stepping down onto the nail. Yeah. Oh, all right guys Chris harvey in his terrible first movie uh, you know he took the brunt of the entire show so <laughs> he he's got right. broad shoulders he could take it he can take it <laughs> so we got a casual friday in the bag maybe like i think i don't know if we have anything else to say about this movie with just yeah the three of us. I, yeah i don't really have anything else to say it, it i mean it's definitely worth watching um yeah this is yeah. i i think this is a movie that i could I usually don't watch movies more than once, but I think I could definitely see myself sitting down and watching this again, even though it's not spectacular. It's a spectacle. <laughs> there, there's a lot to look at in this. And I think yes. if you can look at it without getting too worried about not getting bored, I think if, if, if visuals are all you want, this is great to put on at low volume while you're doing something else. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. There's always something to look at in here. Yeah. I might I might make myself just a just a photo album of the costumes of the witch lady just to just to flip through every once in a while because I cannot get over how cool she looked. Like they're showing her boots and they got like 
studs and straps all over them and like she looks so freaking cool <laughs> yeah visual masterpiece man visual yeah and then after she dies like they they show mulan holding her and they like pan up and the sleeves are <laughs> out and she looks like a bird and yeah. i thought that was really cool but yeah i'm that's i mean that's all there is to this movie it's just what it looks like yeah so, do we want to get into reels real quick? We've got a we got a little bit of an announcement for our next week's Friday show because that's in a bit yes. of a special circumstance. We want to do reels and then we'll say we're, what we're doing next. Yeah, okay. let's do that. Cool. All right, uh, Jaren, start us off. What are you thinking? Uh, Firm Seven, Firm Seven. Like I said, yeah. I was definitely looking forward to this remake uh, the most out of all of them. Maybe this and maybe the Aladdin one I was looking forward to. Uh, but um, I'm going to give it a seven. Uh, I think they could have done just maybe I, I would have liked a little bit more comedy in there, but visual masterpiece, like I've said, the whole episode. So seven, seven, definitely, definitely watch it. Glad I didn't pay $30 for it, though. I will yeah. Say. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'd have been mad as hell. I'd have been mad as hell if I'd have paid the 30 for that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Hey, Jerry and Blaze, Cloud Chronicles, man. Um, the Real Boys also uh, bet that podcast Thursdays with uh, Dan and Jerry and also. Peace. Yeah. Right on. And Michael, what are you thinking? I'm also going to give this a seven. Um, again, it was just something. It, it's a spectacle. It is gorgeous. It may be the best looking movie I've ever seen. Um, every single shot. This is like Kubrick level of every shot is gorgeous. It, and I don't know. Maybe I'm maybe I'm being hyperbolic because it sounds insane when I say that. But really, I was in awe of what I was looking at the whole time I was watching this movie. Um, it's it's got a very if you've seen, you know, Chinese wire foo, you know, kung fu movies. If you grew up with those like 70s, you know, all those movies that the Wu-Tang Clan is obsessed with there's nothing in here that you haven't seen before, but you've never seen it look like this before. So it's, it's definitely, it's definitely up there for me. So yeah, again, a seven and uh, I'm Michael Colby. I got uh, Jack Billings. I keep teasing Jack Billings presents haunted apartment complex, but we are just about it. Like maybe by next Friday, um, we'll have the episode starting to come out. Um, that's going to be sooner than even I'm prepared for. Um, uh, Generation Clash, uh, No Time to Binge, I Love This Terrible Game, and of course The Real Boys every Monday and Friday. This is slowly becoming my and Dylan and Jerrion's show, and I think that's okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, you got your pillars, and then you build the fun stuff on top of them. Yeah, we'll we, we'll get this. We'll get special guest stars, um, Chris Harvey and Justin Wallace, every once in a while. Yeah, <laughs> we have to pay those guys to be on. That's why they're not here. <laughs> yeah, they're they're professionals. They're, We're hobbyists. <laughs> they're so expensive. You would think that for guys who didn't bring that much to the table, they wouldn't cost that much. <laughs> uh, <laughs> All right. <laughs> so my, my opinion on this movie, I'm giving this a straight six. I think it's it's competently made. It looks great. It's a little bland. There's not a lot going on under the hood. But uh, you got two hours to kill. 
I don't see why not. I maybe watch the original instead if you're really into like the whimsy of Disney. I think the original does whimsy way better. Uh, so six out of ten for me. That gives us about twenty out of thirty total for this show. Six point seven reels seems on the high end of fair for me, at least. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but you know, it's it's fine. I think it, it probably feels more authentic than most of the rest of the Disney live action stuff. Um, like I said, I'm Dylan from Sun Nobodies. You can catch me and Zach on our Tuesday show, Twitching Upstream, Sunday show, Talking Upstream, No Time to Binge, this show, and then check out Silicon Angels and CYOP Appeal if you want something that's a little more involved than just listening to it. And of course, The Real Boys, which is what you just finished listening to. Uh, we've got shows every Monday and every Friday. Every Monday, we do our favorite movies, top five, counting down. This Monday is Chris Harvey, number two favorite, Collateral, Great. number three favorite, Collateral Beauty. I can't count. I'm a writer. Um, <laughs> he will be hosting. We'll have whoever we have on. It's a Will Smith show. Show. It's You know what I mean. It's a Will Smith movie about um, ghosts. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. I've never Seems, seen uh, it. I've, I've never, never seen, seen it. Seen it. Uh, and then Friday, we are doing something special. The Scene Snobs Network that we are a part of, run by McManhattan, is doing a charity drive for Help the Milbies. The Milby family needs some financial assistance. So we are having a 12-hour streamathon from 2 p.m. Eastern to 2 a.m. Eastern. You can catch a whole bunch of great shows doing their stuff when they're available. If you want to come see The Real Boys, and I know you do, we are on at 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, where we will be talking about Back to the Future. Classic. I love yeah. it. I can tell you already, this is going to be a really high-rated movie for oh, me. Oh, yeah, for sure. We When the Blu-rays for the trilogy came out, we rewatched it, and I was like, I can't believe how well these hold up. I thought, yeah. I didn't think that these things were going to hold up, but, I mean, Christopher Lloyd, fucking top-notch. Michael, Michael J. Michael Fox at his charismatic peak. Yeah, yeah. so good. Yeah, it, so, uh, really yeah. good movies. Uh, anybody us. who says anything different is wrong, Dan Levely. <laughs> uh, you can come hear us talk about those before uh, the inevitable announcement of a reboot or soft sequel or something about that's probably going to come out in the next few years. Uh, I'm not going to be happy about it, but I'll probably talk about it when it does. Uh, until then, Real Boys, Monday nights, Friday nights. You can listen to this in audio version if you don't want to catch all of our hilarious facial reactions and the tags we use <laughs> on our stream yard. I know you do. Look at, look at these faces. Who wouldn't want to look at them? All right. And I think that's all we got this week. Everybody take it easy out there and uh, you know, be well. All right. All right. I'm cutting it there. We're done. <laughs> Ah, he wants to go off road. You gonna shoot that shot when you get the lamp? No, he was right on my ass, man. You wide Who wrote this? I did. Ask him if you got the letter. Did you get the letter? What letter? What's up, man? Oh, to 